What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, did you have a favorite moment yesterday or something you really enjoyed seeing? Because it really was awesome to have baseball all afternoon and into the evening. Uh, Favorite moment had to be, of course, when the Braves scored three runs (laughs) in the top of the ninth. Because I really needed that bet to come home. Um, But I'm a little sad I didn't get to stay up and watch some of the later games. Because we did have some good ones. I was watching the Astros and White Sox game. That was a good one. Very much a pitcher's duel where Dylan Cease was untouchable. And he left the game, and I don't think he was credited with the win because I don't think anybody had scored yet. But we did get some yeah. runs late in the game. Um, I saw where Jordan Alvarez hit a home run late, and you thought maybe the Astros had a shot. Uh, but no, game ended 3-2. I'm interested to see if the intensity level is going to be mm-hmm. the same today between the White Sox and the Astros because that game had a lot of juice to it. And I know it's opening day, but mm-hmm. it almost had like a playoff feel because um, those are traditionally two of the better teams in the American League. I didn't go to the Nationals game yesterday, but I was down there to get a haircut and run some errands. So I was around the park. So when I was done, I just sort of decided to walk around and take in the atmosphere, had a drink outside and watch the game a little bit on the big screen outside of the stadium but it was really nice weather and so even though i wasn't inside the stadium and there were still plenty of seats because it's the nationals even though it was opening day it was just great to sort of feel the energy of the crowd and to even just be a part of the atmosphere did you see the video from cincinnati with reds fans outside of the stadium great american ballpark where it was just blocks of people it was like a parade it was crazy so i certainly wasn't the only one who just wanted to be a part of that atmosphere oh for sure we saw great crowds and the only thing that sucks is you cannot watch these games if they're in your market and you don't have like the valley sports or whatever it is and i learned just yesterday that youtube tv does not carry mlb network any longer did you know that I learned it yesterday, as did you, because I'm like, hey, hey, Dagger is right, because I was scrolling through. I'm like, hey, I want to see MLB Network here. And I was like, oh, I don't get that now. I don't see it. (laughs) Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer, I have to say. I did a lot of following on my phone. I was able to watch a couple games, but that was one thing yesterday. I was like, ah, I was ready to put this on, and then poof, gone. Oh, yeah, the return of the game tracker. Did you finally have the MLB app, right? Which does not make things any less painful when you're watching a game and it's two outs, two strikes, and you need a run. It says, in play, parentheses, out. And you're like, (laughs) no! That's the worst. Oh, exactly. Yesterday when I was following that Nats-Braves game and Travis Darno was at bat and he was the guy who hit that double, I think it was, that put us over mm-hmm. the Braves team total. And I remember seeing ball and play and I'm like, ball and play, ball and play. And I'm waiting, like, what the hell is going to happen here? Because I made the transition to the MLB app per your advice. And so I'm like, what does this mean? And then all of a sudden I saw double 
and then a couple runs on the scoreboard for the Braves. And I was dancing around my bedroom like an idiot over one bet. Yeah, that's uh, what will do to you. Even though oh. I'm such a sicko that I like look at the player and how they've done. Because I'm like, yeah, Travis Darno's actually gotten some hits this game. So maybe mm-hmm. we have a shot despite him being like the last batter in the lineup. So at least my you know, manifesting and prognosticating <laughs> uh, paid off in that one. But Jenks, I was dangerously close to you know losing both of my bets. That's the thing about baseball. Doesn't it feel like it always comes down to like one yes. pitch or one big play? That's the difference between winning and losing. Oh, that Scherzer strikeout, Rob. I was following that for you, and I thought, oh, this is going to be real close. It's either going to be five or six, just the way yeah. that game was trending. And so when I saw six, I was like, whoo, two and oh. But you're right. It was super, super close. Speaking of the Mets, they got a little bit of bad news yesterday. I don't want to overstate it. I don't want to <laughs> say little. the Mets are metting already. But yeah, Justin Verlander is heading to the I.L., He hasn't thrown a single pitch now. He himself says this is very minimal, his own words. He has a low-grade muscle strain near his pitching shoulder. So he was scheduled to pitch on Saturday against the Marlins. He says he will continue to throw with, quote, moderate intensity and will be reevaluated next week. So if you listen to him, if I were a Mets fan, I would be freaking out. I saw this headline. I was like, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding. But listening to him, he sounded like, listen, I've been through this before, and I know now is the time to keep it from getting worse. It's going to be fine. But still, you sign Justin Verlander, and before his first start, he immediately takes a step back. That has to be something that, even in best-case scenario, if you're a Mets fan based on their history, you're like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, put it on the bingo card. A Mets ace (laughs) down on the injured list already before he even throws a pitch? That sounds oddly familiar. Go ahead and put your spot on the bingo card. Uh, Usually it's Jacob deGrom, uh, who (laughs) did not have a great appearance yesterday. Uh, But going back to Verlander, I wonder if they knew this before opening day. Because I know we didn't talk about this, and I have not researched it at all. But did you think that there was like a decision to be made? Who was going to be the opening day starter between Verlander and Scherzer? Or was it just Scherzer because he was the incumbent? I, that's sort of the way I looked at it. I don't know the Mets thinking there, but I sort of figured like Max has been there already. He's like you said, the incumbent, even though they're co-aces, so to speak. So I kind of figured that's why they would go with Max. But I don't know if they knew beforehand or not. I'm trying to... I think minimize it and not freak out. Mets won yesterday's game, by the way, 5-3 over the Marlins as minus 130 favorites on the money line and the over hit with a total of seven in case you were following that game. But I, I don't think it's that big of a deal yet. Well, it's also a very long season. Like, people have to remember that. And you mm-hmm. got to remember that when it comes to betting. Like, if you went 2-0 or even 0-2 on your bets, never fear. The month right now is March. We have baseball mm-hmm. until October. Oh, God, yes. So it's a very, very long season. And also don't get too ahead of yourself with some of these futures because I know some people who really like guys like Adley Rutschman as long shot candidates for MVP are salivating because he had a great opening day, but it's one day of 162 regular season games. 
Exactly right. Well, the Braves will probably have that same attitude because Max Freed started yesterday in that 7-2 win over the Nationals where the Braves were minus 260 on the money line. The total was set at 8. The over hits hit late in that one, but Freed was running to first base to cover first base in the fourth inning, ended up leaving the game with a hamstring injury. When you listen to Skipper Brian Snitker, he says Freed will probably end up on the 10-day DL during his time in that game. Give up a run on four hits, struck out two through 43 pitches but this seems again not a big deal but a couple of aces on opening day probably going to sit out for a little bit i think it's probably common to have soft tissue injuries like the first few weeks of the season because people yeah. aren't used to like the explosiveness because think about like a hamstring injury it could be somebody trying to run a little bit too quickly like pushing off so it's just they haven't been in game shape. Like spring training is mm. not really the same speed of game as we see like the regular season. So I'm not super worried about this, especially yeah. the fact that it's his legs. And, you know, you use your legs to pitch too. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's a soft tissue injury. I think he can come back from it. So I'm not super worried. And at least, you know, their hitters uh, came yeah. to play here and they have a pretty deep rotation. So I think they can fill in the cracks until he gets back. In the boogie down yesterday afternoon, Aaron Judge in his first at bat launches a home run to deep center field as the Yankees beat the Giants 5-0. The Yankees were minus 125 on the money line. The under hits with the total set at 6.5. Garrett Cole strikes out 11 in six scoreless. But Aaron Judge, it's amazing too. Remember at the end of last season when all that pressure was on for him to get to 61 and then to 62? And I'm sure he was feeling that because everyone was watching him. You'd be watching some sort of, you could be watching any sporting event whatsoever. And then immediately they would cut in and follow Aaron George. Now he has none of that pressure. First at bat, boom, goes yard. Well, also, I thought it was funny that Aaron Judge hit this against the Giants. Because remember, that was the team that was rumored to maybe snatch Aaron Judge from the Yankees. Aaron Judge is just squarely a good player and a difference maker for the Yankees. And I'm kind of glad for Yankees fans that uh, they did end up re-signing him. But the story of this game was really the pitching because Logan mm-hmm. Webb had an excellent game. How many strikeouts did he have? I know Garrett Cole had 10, but both of these pitchers were absolutely feeling. So um, I know we both kind of like the under. I kind of like the Giants mm-hmm. on the run line. That was not the play. Um, I'm trying to look this up, but it just gives me the New York Giants, which I don't care right now about Daniel Jones. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Logan Webb had 12 strikeouts, six innings. He did give up four earned runs, but 12 punchies. We know the Yankees strike out a lot, but damn. Damn is right. Also, Anthony Volpe, the Yankees shortstop, young kid, grew up in the area, goes 0 for 2 with a stolen base. Two great defensive plays, however, and he was it was really cool watching him after the game. He called it the most fun day in his entire life, and the bleacher creatures were giving him love. So it was a really cool moment for that kid who has always wanted to play for the Yankees. Out in San Diego, another injury. Rockies closer Daniel Barr, but a different type of injury. He is headed to the IL with anxiety. Now, the Rockies won that game 7-2. They were plus 180 on the money line. But Bard was a member of Team USA in the World Baseball Classic, and he threw that pitch that broke Jose Altuve's hand. And this is a control issue. I think he was sort of shaken. If you sort of read between the lines, he was sort of shaken by that happening. And then you look back, and this has happened to him before. Back in 2013, he was having control issues. So 
he stepped away from the game for a little bit and decided, let me get my mind right and then come back. So that's what he's going to do here. And credit to him for acknowledging that. And really credit to the Rockies for saying, we understand, we'll give you some time. Well, we've seen this before. He had the yips. And I know, like, close your ears if you're a baseball player because they don't even like saying that word. It's such, like, a curse, you know, because it's not a matter of just him losing his ability. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like he's just getting hit. In the World Baseball Classic, he was throwing behind guys. So not only has he lost it, he's lost it completely. So this has happened to him before. He quit baseball because of it and it was like such a great story when he came back and had this great career but it appears that it is back which sucks um but yeah hats off to him for you know being very honest about this Mm -hmm. because i think this has happened to several players in baseball like it's not super common but it definitely happens it it does and we're all hoping that he gets better because that you don't wish that upon anyone regardless of sport whether it's golf baseball we certainly see the yips in, in both of those sports. So here's to hoping he comes back better than ever. Also, we have to mention Shohei Otani. Racks up 10 strikeouts in six shutout innings yesterday as the Angels, of course, lose to the A's 2-1. to one. This is what happens every single time. This is amazing. This is the first time in baseball history that an opening day pitcher has struck out 10 in a scoreless outing only to see his team lose Previous teams in this spot with a pitcher doing this were 25 and 0. Isn't that just perfectly Angels? Oh, yes. The return huh. of the Tungsten Arm O Doyle tweet. <laughs> Jinx, do you know this phenomenon? Did you see it like in 2021 where it was like yes. some stat where, oh, Tani is the first player to do this since Tungsten Arm O Doyle in 1908 <laughs> for the Akron Groomsmen as the Angels lose. 8-3 to the Tigers. Like, this is the same story. It's wild. Every single time. Poor Shohei. What an outing. And also, some history made in Boston yesterday. You mentioned at the top of the segment, Adley Rutschman, catcher for the O's, goes 5-5 five five with a home run to four RBI. He's the first player to do that since 1937 and the first catcher since 1900. Unbelievable. <laughs> For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.